The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Subscribe now at rockfm.co.uk. Greetings, podcast fans. Thank you very much for the download. Um, should we get stuck straight in? I think we should. Lords coming up uh, in the next 20-odd minutes or so. We've got What Would You Do Wednesday and a How Many, If Any, featuring Chris Waddle, football legend. Preston, who used to be in The Ordinary Boys, gives us an interesting look in celebrity life. We've got a brilliant Cats Call Karaoke featuring the, some people from an estate agent singing the Rocky classic Eye of the Tiger. Uh, but first of all, I think it's only fair that we start off by talking about why it's not a great idea to add your boss on Facebook. Check this out. I love the way that you just wave. Can I just me. say you're a loose cannon? Yes. Nothing goes unsaid That's with you. Fair enough. Like... Even if it's as obvious as this, there's still a danger you'd say it. <laughs> uh, yesterday, I was listening to uh, Paul Webster after us at ten o'clock, and he was talking about a particular story that hit the newspapers yesterday. Uh, about Facebook, and I thought it would be quite good for us to talk about it because a couple of weeks back we did speak about Katie Mack having a, a Facebook cull of all her, well, let's just say, not real friends. Associates. Associates, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And quite a lot of, uh, for example, associates were on there. And uh, I asked her a question before the show started today of whether there was a lot of work colleagues maybe in your cull because at the end of the day, work colleagues are work colleagues, aren't yeah. they? You know what I mean? You might not know somebody from a certain department here at Rock FM, mm-hmm. so therefore you wouldn't, you know, want them knowing your private business. I don't know. Yeah. Were there a few in there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, all right, Ruth's got a lot to hide. Everyone goes, get it in there, get it in there. All right then, Ruth, listen, no problem whatsoever. Well, there was a story yesterday that Webber was talking about and he's in the newspapers. It's fantastic, this. Uh, and it was basically regarding uh, a young lady uh, who befriended her boss on Facebook. He basically just accepted his friend request, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then blasted him uh, on the actual status bar. Yeah. Now, the status bar is visible if you don't have a Facebook. If you update your status bar, it's visible to all your friends in your in your, in your your account line yeah. type thing. Now, with him being a friend, he could actually see this particular status update. And she gave him a right blasting on the status update, calling him a pervy, pervy, a pervy, obscenity right that's what ross didn't want me to say yeah he didn't want me to say that bit uh and then uh in caps she carries on with the obscene language referring to her boss uh, and gives him a a little bit of a blessing for everybody to see so all her friends can see exactly what she thinks of a boss and obviously with him being her friend on facebook he can see it as well firstly how thick is she to do that (laughs) right absolutely unbelievable but then the funny thing is is that he responded to it (laughs) now it turns out that this particular young lady right uh, working for a boss. I'd only been working there for six months. Now, anybody who uh, does start a new job does get a proba- probationary period, don't they? Yeah. You, mm. Anywhere you work. I mean, you come and work here, you get a six-month contract. You're and still say, on yours, I am, I am. I'm, I'm, <laughs> mine's a three-year. Mine runs out in November. I'm off. <laughs> so, But basically, you do get a, like a probationary period. Yeah. And if you do step out of line and you don't uh, make the cut at the workplace, uh, you're, you're going to get sadly let go, aren't you? And in these difficult times of recession, it is quite difficult to go and get yourself another per- uh, another job. Yeah. Uh, I think it's quite obvious that a lady's been handed a P45 now. <laughs> That's a funny way of handing in your resignation, that, isn't it? You just don't do it. Do you know the beauty of the whole thing as well? Go on. Is that she called him a pervy obscenity. Yeah. This guy saying, you know, he's perving on me, this, that and the other. He's come on and his response said, you've worked here for nearly six months and not managed to notice the fact that I am gay. <laughs> I don't prance around the office camping it up, but it's hardly a secret, which I, is just brilliant. Yeah, exactly. I don't think she was cut out to be working for him, I don't think. <laughs> Preston, who used to be in The Ordinary Boys and on Celebrity Big Brother, performed at Rock in the Park for us at Evenham Park in Preston. Well, he nipped into the studio for a little bit of a chat and he gave us an interesting look into celebrity life. Lovely lad. Take this out. I'm all right, thank you. Yeah. Good. Uh, quite a lot of people, our listeners that listen to the show on a regular basis, will know you from various places. One, Ordinary Boys. Two, uh-huh. 
celebrity big brother yes. and what have you. And some of the younger ladies might know you from Torso of the Week. Oh, yeah. Over <laughs> those days. Over those days. They, I wouldn't get that nowadays. <laughs> How did you find that, right? Because people have followed your life quite in depth, really. Media, especially, over the last two two years since Celebrity Big Brother, obviously, yeah. your relationship with Chantel and stuff like that. How have you found that, man? Because that must be very, very difficult All right, so it's... from people speaking about your personal life and private life when you're a musician at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah. I mean... It's amazing when, like, you know, you're all, you know, you're all kind of loved up and 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 it's all happy. And it was, I was just, I really enjoyed all that. But then, like, um, like for instance, I, I was doing, I did a, I did a gig recently where I was introduced, and the last first thing they said before they introduced me was like, "He's back from his divorce," and I was just like, "What?" I now I have to go on stage and be <laughs> Mr. Happy Sing Song Man, <laughs> and like, I'm just thinking about my crushing divorce and what a horrible loser I am. And then, like, and, so, and also, I did quite a, like a quite a kind of tabloidy, quite kind of upbeat interview uh, yeah. yesterday. And uh, the guy was just like, "So," and he, you know, he was keeping it really fast paced, and he had a real, you know, real radio voice. And he was, and he said, um, "So, tell me about your divorce, like that." I think you know, what, what I, I think he expected like a snappy, fun answer, but I was just like. Oh yeah, it was really crushing. I really hated my life. It winded me for eighteen months. I was crying all the As time. As it does it was... with the majority yeah, of normal like, folks. Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, when it's going well, it's nice to be to be kind of you know in the public eye. But but you know, obviously a, yeah. d- a divorce or any you know breakdown of a relationship is is heartbreaking. To do it in the kind of glare of the flashbulb is mortifying. Yeah. Mm. We'll move, we'll move on onto the music because at the end of the day, first and foremost, you are a musician. People yeah, forget yeah. that. People see that you went into Big Brother House and, and various other things that you've done since and they forget that you were in a band. I know. Well, I think that's what... That's what cause, so when I made the album, I was kind of... I was thinking, well, you know, what, where should I get my band from? And I was just thinking like, well, no, I think I'll just play everything. So I just played everything. And I think it was, I fell into this, this really predictable cliche yeah. of like... Well, I did Big Brother, and I've kind of had some some kind of non music kind of yeah. uh, notes right, and I I just wanted to be like I re- remember I know how to write a song. I'm a musician. Yeah, Do you yeah, remember? Yeah. Does everyone remember that? Come on. So I was just like, all right. Well, well you will it. get tired. Gonna... Sadly, because of that, people automatically think, oh, here's another one. Type yeah, of thing. yeah. Like people, I don't know. I, I, people that have been in there. From nothing to this, and then they, the next thing that they step onto is obviously yeah. the music industry. But, but I mean, you were there I, already. You were there already. They yeah, going into that. But I think you know, if it, if it all ends tomorrow, or whatever, you know, I'll I'll be just go back go back to doing bands and just kind of you know go and tour like little stinky venues and everything. And like <laughs> I've never like I'm I'm more I'm much more passionate about the music than I am about any kind of success. I think really. So it's like I wanted to you know I made this album. Yeah, and. I was just thought, oh man, this album's really great, so I better better release it. So now I'm like here, thinking like, well, you know, I want to, I want. You're actually to... doing the side of the job that you don't necessarily like doing. Yeah, I used to love it when mm. I was when I was young. I used to just, you know, I loved the kind of because I would just be like, yeah, I'm I'm Preston, uh, you know, just kind <laughs> of like. But but I think as you get older, you sort of start to feel like it's all a bit tasteless. I think. Yeah, well, no, that's that's fair enough, mate. I love that. I think a lot of people will. I'm sure more and more they see you doing the interviews and saying that, being honest, just be yeah. straight down the line with it. I think it, I think it comes across fantastically. Uh, tell everybody because I know there's been some issues as well with the first singles uh, released. There, when's the first single coming out? The first, so basically, record labels like to uh, just kind of complicate everything and make it all much more confusing than it has to be. So it was meant to be out already, but I think just like sort of they want it because I've got like. GMTV coming up, and then like the right they, stuff. They, yeah, they, like they want to make some like, dough. Oh, let's, let's be straight. Let's wait till you, till you know people actually have seen you again. 
Yeah, so yeah. it's going to be sick of September now. And as for the album, I'm just going to wait and see what happens. Cool. I'm, not, I'm not even, you know, I'm just just going to see how the land lies. And if people want it, then they can have it. Just to Kill is the name of the single, yeah? Uh, yes. Listen, have a fantastic show tomorrow, pal. I've known that people are uh, expecting some exciting things from you. Well, they shall not be disappointed. Good. That's what it's all about. We'll have a bit of a dance along tomorrow. There you go. Preston, thank you very much, mate. Thank you. <laughs> see, told you, top geezer. Now, we also had Chris Waddle on the show this week. I know that seems quite random, but England were playing against Holland, so I thought we'd get a footy-themed How Many, If Any. Check this out. Football theme today, you see. England are playing Holland tomorrow. Yeah, getting ready for World Cup and what have you. I know it's a bit of a friendly, but they're getting ready and what have you for uh, Croatia, which is coming up later on in the year. So... With us talking football, I thought I'd meet up with uh, Ross's uncle, <laughs> the one and only Mr. Chrissy Waddle. That is right. I'd just like to say that's not true. He's not really. His I uncle. wish it was. Yeah, it'd be like good Christmas presents, but it's not true. And you could like maybe get go to the same barber and get the same haircut and all that type of stuff from <laughs> mid nineties. However, they're not. However, I did chat to him and I asked him a very important question regarding how many, if any. I said to Chrissy Waddle, I said, "Listen, Chrissy, you went to the World Cup nineteen ninety. How many?" Of the 23 men that went to represent England, could you remember in one minute? That's the question I asked him. There's 23 guys in the squad in total. I know people are going to say there's a 22-man squad, but you'll find out in a minute why. 23-man squad went to Italian 90. How many could Chrissy Waddle remember, Katie Mack? I reckon uh, it was such a momentous occasion. I reckon he could name all of them. All of them? Yeah. Remember, it's the year that yeah. Gaza was crying that he got to the semi-finals and all that. In fact, yeah. Chrissy missed himself a penalty against yeah, the Germans. Yeah, I reckon all of them. All 23. All 23? Yeah. Rossi, where do you reckon, my man? It doesn't leave me much room to manoeuvre, Not really, it? no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who he's going to forget, but 22. You're going to go 22? Uh, yeah. Okay. so. Uh, Gabriella's on the phone. Morning, Gabriella. Morning. How are you, my love? You all right? Fine, thanks. Whereabouts in the northwest are you this morning? Thornton Cleveleys. Thornton Cleveleys. Right. Yeah. Do you know who Chris Waddle is? No. No. <laughs> Just want a T-shirt, he, don't you? Listen, he, he once missed the penalty at World Cup when we could have gone to the final. Never mind. Back in 1990. Uh, Katie Max guessed 23 out of these 23 players that he will remember. Ross has gone mm. for 22. How many do you reckon, my darling? 21. Oh, well, yeah, well, you know the game. Then, yeah. So that mm. anything below that <laughs> is yours. You've won. There you go. Anything below. Great effort. I like it. Gabriella, sit there. We're going to find out. All right. Okay. Oh, oh, here we go. Right. How many, if any, can Chrissy Waddle remember in one minute of the 23 man that went to Italian United to represent England? Go. Right, I'm going to go Peter Shilton, Dave Seaman, Dave Besant. Uh, sorry, Chris Woods, Dave, Dave Seaman went home. Chris Woods, Dave Besant came in. Paul Parker, Des Walker, Terry Butcher, Stuart Pierce, uh, Mark Wright, uh, Chris Waddle, Paul Gascoigne, uh, David Platt, Steve McMahon. John Barnes, Peter Beardsley, uh, Gary Lineker, Steve Bull, Steve Hodge. I don't know if Steve Hodge was there. Steve Bull, uh, Brian Robson. Uh, Steve Hodge was there, by the way. He right. was there. Go, uh, keep going. Um, I think it's Trevor Stephen, Gary Stevens. Um, it's got. Uh, <laughs> I've got here that you've managed to get 21 so far. You are missing right. one player, mate. Two players, sorry. You're missing two players. Mm, strikers. Not strikers, but no. but the ones that you're missing is uh, a left back and a centre midfielder. Tony Rigo. Yeah, no. you got him. There you Tony go. Tony Rigo and a centre mid. There was Steve McMahon, Paul Gascoigne, Brian Robson, uh, Trevor Stephen. Trevor Stephen, I said him, didn't I? Um, yeah, you got him. Neil Webb. There you go. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Not bad. 21 wasn't bad. It was good, man. 21 was brilliant. Well yeah, done. Somewhere. Which means 
Gabriella, are you all right, my dear? We're 21. Are you there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you're well excited this morning. Fantastic. Well excited. There you go. 21 was a great answer. Well done, my darling. Stay there. We'll sort you out with your sizes and whatever. All right, cock a t shirt. All right. Okay. There you go. You see, it was normally a 22 man squad, but because we had a keeper change, it was a 23 man squad. So She's there you go. She's going to uh, go Google Chrissy Waddle now. I've no doubt. I've no doubt that she will be Googling Chrissy Waddle. Well done as well uh, to Rachel from Chorley. Uh, your phone number ends in 054. You too have won yourself uh, an Orate Cocker t shirt because you correctly identified 21 before anybody else in this week's How Many, if any. Are you ready? The Adam at Breakfast Podcast. The best bits from this week's award winning Adam at Breakfast. For this person's identity, because it's a current ongoing issue, I'm going to call him Clive. All right. <laughs> Yeah, as you would. Right. The, well, I just thought I'd dream to know. Yeah, it's a good, a good it name. It is a great name. Strong. So there you go. Clive from somewhere in the northwest, because I don't want any locations to be given away, because they might actually use the name Clive when they go out and about. I don't know. Uh, I received this letter <laughs> on the back end of our chat about engagement rings last week. Do you remember that? Yeah. When we were talking about giving engagement rings back and all that type mm. of stuff, and it triggered something off in Clive's life of which he would like some help with. This is what he says. Uh, Dear Adam, I really want to get engaged to my girlfriend and I have £500 to spend on the ring. Fine. I've seen a ring on eBay for 480 quid, which used to be 1,200 quid. This was obviously once owned by someone else. Should I get it? Right? Mm -hmm. That's his letter. So I've come up with three scenarios for uh, Clive, and I want everybody to vote on this, please. A, B, or C on the text or on the phones, 01772 974. Should Clive A, no... You should never buy the lady you love a pre-owned engagement ring. Spend the £500 on a less flash one that's sentimental to you and her. All right? Spend the money you've got on something that you've personally chosen, mate. A. B. Yes. Bargain. Don't tell her, though, as she'll think you're being a bit of a cheapskate. All right? There you go. Or C. Yes. Then insure it for 1,200 quid. Lose it. Get the money. And then go and buy a brand spanker for a grand and keep 200 quid for yourself. You could could some option C up there. It's called insurance fraud. (laughs) Okay. Right. Yes. So what you're saying to make it not illegal is that you insure it, then forget about your intention to lose it and genuinely lose it or have it stolen somewhere further down the line. Exactly. Few too many variables in that for me. Exactly. Um, (laughs) You know where I'm going. What? Uh, a, B, or C, Katie Mike. Right, I say, Clive, um, it doesn't matter how much this ring is. The fact that you've gone out and chosen it for your uh, wife-to-be, if she found out that she was wearing a second-hand ring that some woman had had on her manky finger, you probably won't get to the altar <laughs> in the first manky. place. Yeah, it probably will be. <laughs> and there's probably a reason why it's a second-hand ring. Oh, so yeah, superstition, superstition. A, without a doubt. You're going A. Yes. Don't buy the second-hand Don't. ring. Don't, just buy one for 500 quid. Okay, Rossi, what would you say? Well, as plausible as option C is, Adam, you know, yes. It's, it's very likely to happen. I'm going to... Personally, I don't see why it should cost a lot of money anyway. Uh, <laughs> as long as it's nice. This Good is the statement of, for, for Mrs. Ross for the future. Yes. As long as it's a nice ring that she's going to like. Yeah. So if the, the one on eBay is a nice ring that he thinks she will like, yes. then... You yeah, be. bargain sound. It's super grand in a bit, isn't it? But definitely don't mention that you bought it off eBay because she'll not understand. She's there a you woman. go. There you go. So you're going A, you're going B, and I think everybody in the world knows where <laughs> I'm going. Uh, what would you Ridiculous. do? A, B, or C? Yeah, I'd say. Come on. 
think. It's a big decision, this. What was I? <laughs> It was just spend oh, the money, spend the 480 quid, the 500 quid, and get a nice ring first hand. It doesn't matter yes. how much they spend. Or B, would you get the one off eBay? Or C, That's obviously funny. do a little bit of commit fraud and yeah. go to jail. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. Go That's on. Probably B, actually. You're going for B, are you? Yeah, well, my husband got my engagement ring from a second hand shop. Right, yeah. And it's still gorgeous. Yes. It's still got a really good meaning to it. Why? Well, what's the meaning behind it? Well, he loves me and he wanted to marry me. Oh, of course, yeah. Oh, sorry, I forgot that bit, yeah. <laughs> Does it not feel cursed? Like, uh, like because the, the other person's engagement obviously went down the pan. Do you not feel yeah. like it might carry a bit of a curse for you? No, because as far as I'm concerned, it's like a diamond ring. It could have been somebody's birthday present, couldn't it? Well, yeah. Or, or they could have passed away. It could be. It, it, it could, could be have a ghost with dead it. lady's ring. It could be a ghost. Oh, sorry, I don't want to say this. I shouldn't be saying this, should I? You know what I mean? You're going to go away and think about it. Anyway, have a great day. <laughs> See you now. Bye. Bye-bye. She sounded a little bit upset at the end there. How are you rocking, fam? How are you doing? Come on, Big Ollie, what have you got for me? C, definitely C. Come on, I'll see you, Nick. See you later, son. Right. What? 400 and odd quid he's got. I'd buy a cheap one from Ergos and go out on last. She'd be right then. <laughs> Ergos. <laughs> have a good day, you. Same to you. Ta-da. Ta-da now. Good morning, rocking fam. Morning, Adam. What would you do, my darling? I would D, none of the above. Get yourself on QVC and get a diamond eat ring for 20 quid. You've got 486 <laughs> supporters. Diamond eat? <laughs> what, what is your problem with that? You can't even tell it doesn't look like a real diamond. She, I want she's one never going to go to jewellers, is she? She's a check it, is she? He doesn't turn your finger green, does it? <laughs> no. No, no, no. You can get them in 14 carat and 18 carat. Hang on a minute. Are you a QVC salesperson here? Is oh, that... absolutely. You get it. Oh, you can't tell. Oh, you can't... No, you can't tell. I wear diamond eat all the time and everyone goes, oh, look at your diamonds, aren't they pretty? And I go, what are you? <laughs> you can't tell. 20 quid, honestly, I tell you, they're gorgeous. And but then you've got more money to spend on a party. What an effort that is. Great work, my darling. No problem. Take care now. Bye-bye. See you later. Bye. We should have gone with you, D. D's the best option, I think. Anyway, D wasn't up there for you on the text or on the calls. Thank you very much for getting involved. I don't think it's any surprise that whipping in at third place with a massive whopping 3% uh, was C. <laughs> Uh, we we it's have It's a terrible idea. Mm, it is a bit honest. Do and it. all the numbers of C as well, just as a nice added bonus for you, will be passed on to all the insurance companies in England, and you're going to go on a blacklist with yeah. Adam. So there you ha. go. Oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the proper people there. In at second place, 46%, which means it was obviously quite close with the winner getting 51%. Are you ready? Yeah. Second place is A, no. 46%. Oh, get in at B, get it, sunshine, off the eBay. There you go. Now that I've dished out engagement ring relationship advice, time for some parental guidance. Check this out. I would just want to ask a little bit of a question because I was telling Katie Mack about my weekend and what have you, and she asked me one particular question, and then my answer surprised her. Nothing new there then. Um, do you let your kids beat you at stuff? For example, if you were to buy them a new computer game for the Nintendo Wii or their Xbox or various other games consoles, would you let them maybe gain a bit of confidence by beating you a few times, right? And if you took them 10 pin bowling and what have you, would you let them, you know, knock the pins over and beat you in the game? And maybe you, I don't know, throw it down the gutter a few times. <laughs> I don't know. Some parents out there, I like that. I totally disagree with this, you see. I totally disagree with it. Very competitive edge 
at the uh, Catterall household. So therefore, when you play 10-pin ball uh, against me, whether it be a nine-year-old or whether it be me mum, doesn't matter. I'm going out to win. However, when you say win at all costs and you told me about the one particular computer game that you were playing with your little boy uh, and you you it was a case of win at all costs and he actually didn't win one game. It That's was right. his birthday present That's right. on his birthday, Adam. He was close to tears no, and you still would have just lay down and let him win one game. I like to put this down to character building, right? He needs to learn, you know, that you can't win all the time. Adam, that's You need awful. to learn how to beat the best. Right. That's what you need to learn, I Listen, think this is a. I think this is a key, crucial element of his upbringing. I understand, right, that they need to understand the concept of winning and losing, and yeah. you don't win at everything. Blah blah blah. Yeah. However, when it's his birthday, no. it's his birthday Irrelevant present, of the day. and he is close to tears no. because he hasn't won one game. No, totally disagree. That's selfish. That's tight. That you mentioned earlier on as well that this is a bloat thing. It's not just a bloat thing. There are definitely ladies out there, right, with their kids and stuff like that. I don't know. Various things that you do. You might be competitive yourself. You might, I don't know, be teaching your your, your little girl to play netball or something like that and you will have to beat her in the back garden and you will have to do that morning adam morning our kid how are you not too bad you i'm very well now you sound like a man that totally agrees with me i, I well I, I mean i don't let him wait but i'll tell you what my girlfriend's a play worker working with four to eleven year olds and she absolutely hates losing she wins them all the time <laughs> <laughs> so so some ladies do actually do it they do of course they do oh, yeah. really. i love it when a teacher does it that's even better listen have a great day mate all right, see you later. Bye-bye now. Can you imagine that? Like PE lessons or something like that. <laughs> going, against your, going against your teacher who's like a well-good sprinter and they just won't let you win. Hiya, Rock FM. Hiya. Um, about what you were talking about, about letting your kids win. Yes. Um, I'm on your side with us. Go on. Do you not let them win at all? No, no, because they <laughs> never learn. Exactly. Give me an example. What recently have you beat them at? Right. Well, when I was younger, I, I used to be in a pool team. Now, yes. my kids, I used to teach my kids how to play pool. Okay. Now, I never let them beat me. <laughs> and the one time that one of my kids beat me, he ran around the room with the cue in his head exactly. in the air. Exactly. Wasn't he excited about that one fluke victory, wasn't he? Oh, he was. There he you was. go, you see. That, that and makes up for... pool team. There you go. That makes up for all the times that you give him a good idea on that pool table. Exactly. You've exactly. taught him well, I'll woman. Exactly. You've taught him well. Have a good day. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye now. Whilst I'm on a roll, here's something else that was in my head this week. Listen carefully to what I am actually saying rather than flying off the handle and thinking that I'm being a sexist pig because I'm not being. You are. I am not. Stop it. You're tarnishing me with some sexist (laughs) pig's What, your reputation? Yes, you are tarnishing my reputation. All I've asked this morning is that if a woman wears a low-cut top, low-cut shirt, whatever you want to call it, is she looking for attention? That's all I've said. Now, I've never said that he's right. I've never said that that is wrong. I've never said that, you know, various wolf whistles and all that type of stuff. All I've said is that, is she looking for attention? You say no, I say yeah. Yeah. What's the text saying? Right, well, every single woman on the text is Rubbish. agreeing with me, right? I'm just going to read you two yes. that sum up exactly what yes, the yes, ladies yes, yes, of the yes. Northwest are thinking. This one. Adam, you are such a typical man. The argument <laughs> that you and Katie just had happens every single day with me and my boyfriend. You're all the same. Tunnel vision. No, no it's not. It's and not. Uh, uh, Katie and It's Preston, for attention. You want a compliment. That's what you're doing it for. Are you going to let me finish? Carry on, then. Katie and Preston have said, Katie is saying, if you've got it flaunt it well exactly 
I know what the best part of my right. body is, so they get dressed right. accordingly. That's fine. Absolutely no problem with that. That is brilliant. You know what I mean? I'm all for that Spice Girl power. No problem whatsoever. Get yourself in there. However, the reason for it is to make yourself feel good from getting compliments from blokes. In it. Right, that last text that I just told you about, if you've got a voluptuous figure, you wear clothes that make <sighs> you look better and accentuate, accentuate your figure. If you're nice and slim, you're not going to wear a tent, are you? You're not going to wear something that makes you look fat. Why not? Why not? Because you're not, Adam. Because you this want a compliment. Winning. Because no. you want, yes. No, because you want to look good for <laughs> oh, yourself. Oh, I've had enough for you. Oh, I'm going to go speak to some real women. I'm going to speak to some real woman. Morning. Morning, Adam. Morning, my dear. How are you? Do you wear low-cut tops? I do. Yes. I'd just like like to say to all the men out there that our boobs will not answer you when you're talking to us. Oh, good point. I think you made a very valid point there, my dear. Thank you. I have to sell my bath every week. (laughs) You're welcome to my eyes up. It's the world we live in, my dear. Have a great day. Bye-bye. There you go. That's a woman of the modern day. That's what it's all about. Are you Rock FM? Adam? Yes. I have a Ferrari and keep it in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> That's the right... The, hey, t- hey, listen, I'm not having a dig, you know what I mean? I'm just saying if you've got it, you've got to get it out there. But then my next point is, is that if a man makes a comment and maybe gives you a wolf whistle and something like that, should you get disgruntled? I don't think you should get disgruntled. No, not with a wolf whistle, but if they start shouting things, you should. Why? Why? It's a compliment. Surely it's a compliment. Obviously, as long as it's not vulgar and horrible, if he's saying, hey, look at you, you cracker, that's, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, that's all right. What about when you go on holiday and you see these men with speedos on? There's one reason why they're wearing from? speedos. Or men with muscles who wear vests. There's a reason, if you've got it, flaunt it. Hang on a minute. Men with muscles, men with, who wear vests, Onslow off keeping up appearances, wears vests. Yeah, he's the exact He's nothing to be flaunting, has he? <laughs> Anyway, my dear, thank you very much. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. There you go, that woman knows. Are you Rock FM? Hi, Adam, it's Trisha. Here we go. Uh, here we go. Right. Uh, hey, there's nothing wrong with flaunting yourself. Right, I yeah. think it's all right, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, flaunt, do you flaunt yourself, Trish? Uh, well, uh, not round here, I don't. <laughs> but I will be doing in three weeks when I go to Mallorca yeah, with my mates. Just at them special parties. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, then. See you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Um, mate of mine's getting wed, and before anybody actually thinks it's such and such a person who's getting wed, I don't. I'm not going to reveal who it exactly is because I've got three mates at the moment that are getting married, and uh, one of them is currently having a, a discussion with his missus to be regarding joint accounts and stuff like that. Mm. And uh, I've asked the question this morning: What happens in a joint account? Does all the money that you earn go into one joint account? Do you keep separate accounts and then maybe pay a percentage of your wage into the joint account? It's interesting to find out what's going on in people's houses and stuff like that. This is cracking, right? Text messages come in from somebody who wants to be referred to as Rhubarb. Uh, they want to remain anonymous, obviously. And they say that they agree with me because uh, separate counts are much, much better. His mum and dad, right, were together for such a, a long period of time. They've recently split up, right? Now, when they were together, they were always skint. Always skint. Mm. However, now that they split up, the dad is doing extremely well. The mum is still skint. Because she's spending money, like 50 quid, on going to go and get her hair done and her nails done and all these necessities that she thinks are genuine necessities when they're not genuine, when they're not. Therefore, women wasting dough. Right, Beck's been in touch. She says, hi, I give my fella spending money because he has no concept whatsoever of bills and wages. They all go into my account and then I decide what to do. 
Kirsten in Morecambe, I reckon this is true of a lot of women actually. Me and my hubby have a joint bank account. His wages get paid into it, whereas my wages get paid into a separate account. That's, a, that's not a joint bank account. She has access to his bank account. That's Correct. not a joint account. I'd say that's very bright. Well done, Kirsten. No, it's not. I'm going to go on the phone and speak to some sensible people. Morning, Cocker. Hi, yeah, mate, go on, mate. Go on, what are you saying? What happens at your house? Well, my, my missus has, has her bank account. I've got my bank account. Her wages get paid into mine, and mine gets paid into mine. <laughs> Good deal. How do you manage that one? Yeah, how does that work? <laughs> it's because, obviously, her bank account is for her bank account, and uh, all, all the wages just get paid into mine because all the bills come out of mine. Right. All right, so you take all her, don't you give her any pocket money back? Um, I've, I've put some money into her, so <laughs> No, she works all right time for it and you let her pay for a car. Good effort. Would you class yeah. her as a, as a girlfriend or an employee? <laughs> <laughs> Just out of interest. Good point. Well, we're, not, we're not married, but we've been together for 11 years, so we're classed as married, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, Good lad. I, li- I like your work, mate. Listen, have a great day, pal. Yeah, you too, mate. See you, mate. Bye-bye. 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 Bye. Top man. I'm loving that. Hiya, Rock FM. Hiya, uh, regarding the money situation in the house. Yeah, go on, sir. What happens? The old girl looks after it, mate. Uh, otherwise, I'll be in the pub too many times in the day. See, this so is So what happens? Do, the do, point. Does your money get paid directly into her account, or do you do you just we give have, it? We, it? Have, we have a joint account. Yeah. The old girl looks after it. She's got the card. She's got the pin number. <laughs> Good girl. Do you get oh. Do you get pocket money? Pocket money, I get. 40 quid, maybe maybe 50 quid if I'm a good boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I'm a good boy, if, that's only if I'm a good boy, that is. Yeah, oh. good lad. I like it. That, you only get 50 quid if it's coming up, maybe 60 if it's coming up to her birthday. So that's what you've got to go and spend it on. I like it, mate. Well, I've got to ask her what she wants for her birthday and use her money. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day, mate. And you as well. Keep a good show, mate. Cheers, pal. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Take care, bye. Top man. Hiya, Rock FM. Hello, Fella from Wigan. Yeah, how you doing, love? Yeah, me and my husband have a joint account and we have for ages because he's absolutely rubbish with money. Oh, they all are. Hang on, is he really rubbish with money or is that just your opinion? No, he's really rubbish with money. I have to give him pocket money every week because he is crap. (laughs) How much do you give him? How much do I give him? Yeah. Um, Depending on whether it's bill week, it's about a tenner a week to get to work. (laughs) It gets a teenager's amount of money, I love it. It does get cans as well, though. I get his cans every week. I like that. He gets his cans to watch his programmes oh. way at night and the tenner. Brilliant. It gets a tenner a week. Oh, you've got it sorted. <laughs> you are well in charge. Listen, have it's a great... It's rubbish for money. It's yeah. absolutely rubbish. If I left it to him, it'd pay no bills, no nothing. <laughs> useless out there. Yeah, I think it's the case yeah. all over the North West. Listen, have a great day, love. I will. Bye-bye. Bye. There you go. That's what's been going on. I'm going to leave you in the capable hands of the lovely people, Entwistle Green. If you would like to participate in the Cats Call Karaoke, by the way, all you got to do is email me. Adam at rockfm.co.uk and we'll have you on having a right laugh. Take it away. This is Craig, by the way. He's going to introduce himself. Morning, Adam. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you very much for getting involved with Cats Call Karaoke. No problem, my friend. Uh, whereabouts are you from, pal? Uh, we're from Entwistle Green Estate Agents, Adam. Entwistle Green Estate Agents. And you've got, a, right. you've got a, a gang of people to come and participate, obviously, in the Cats Call Karaoke today. Who have you got with you, mate? Uh, well, on line one, uh, we've got Amanda, who's our mortgage consultant at our Green Bolton office. Is she a good singer? Uh, she reckons she's a good singer, but um, I think the jury's out on that one when you hear her. We will judge that in a minute, no problem whatsoever. I'm going to put you on line two, if that's all right, pal. No problem, that's fine. Who else have we brought with you, then? Who are we going to put on line three? Uh, we've got John. He's our senior sales negotiator at the Blackburn Entrance Green office. All right, so they're coming from all over the place. Bolton, Blackburn there. Uh, fantastic. And uh, can John hold a note? 
Um, again, he thinks he can. Uh, I know he's been practising for a couple of weeks now, so uh, I practicing? think uh, we'll, have to, like we'll have to see on that one as well. I like that. I like a bit of practising. OK, who, who are we going to go with on line four, mate? Uh, we've got Kim on line four, who fancies herself a bit of a bit of a YouTube superstar. So Does she really? So she, she, she's the one in the office that, you know what I mean, is maybe the party girl in the office and what have you? Yeah, that's it. She's at our head office in uh, at in Preston. Right, OK. And our final singer on line five? Uh, Laura, who's our branch manager at the Interest Green Preston office. Right, OK. Uh, she parties along with Kim all the time at the office dues and whatnot. All oh, right, okay. We've got a Batman and Robin situation, have we? We've got Thick as Thieves on line four and five. Okay, That's no it. problem whatsoever, mate. Right, brilliant. Uh, what's the song that you've gone for today, pal? Uh, we've gone for the old classic, uh, The Eye of the Tiger. Oh, oh, fantastic. The start of that is absolutely amazing. I'll get that rolling now. But while that's rolling and starting, before we uh, come to any singers, um, you've got a bit of an offer, is that right, for uh, some of the listeners of uh, the show? Yes, we have, Adam. Uh, if any of your listeners phone our interest the green office during the month of August yeah. and uh, decide to put the house on the market with us, we'll knock them a full 10% off the selling fee. All they've got to do is phone up and say, we want an Adam at Breakfast special. <laughs> that sounds like a chippy tea, that, mate. Yeah, go Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Adam at Breakfast special and uh, we'll knock 10% off the selling fee if they put the house on the market with us during the month of August. Amazing. And that's any office, yeah? Any, any interest the green office throughout uh, Lancashire and the Northwest. Fantastic, mate. I'll get them on that. Right, kick back. You're online too. Listen out for your names. When I shout it, sing nice and loud. We're starting off with Amanda. Amanda, get ready, love. Here we go. Rising up, back on the street. Beautiful. Did my time, took my chances. Right, Craig, take over, son. With this is how I'm back on my feet. Just a man and his will to survive. Yeah, John, over to you, mate. So many times. It happens too fast. That's it, son. Reach for it. You change your passion for glory. Over to you, Kim. Don't lose a grip on the dreams of the past. That's it. You must fight just to keep him alive. Right, come on, Laura. It's the eye of the tiger. It's the cream of the yes. fight. Rising up to the challenge of our rival. Up to you, Amanda. And at last, no survivor sucks his prey in the night. And he's watching his everyone I'll tell you something you lot have got harmonies like JLS right Craig over to you face to face out in the heat that's it son go on hanging tough staying hungry come on John do it for the boys they stack the abs till we take to the street for we kill with the skill to survive right all the girls go on I am the tiger it's the cream of the fight rising up Take over. And the last no survivor sucks his prey in the night. And he's watching us all in the air. Everybody join in. Beautiful. I'm loving every second of this. Right, we're going to do some random duets, all right? Listen out for your names. Same rules. Keep singing. We're starting with Amanda and Craig. Rise up. Straight to the top. John and Kim. Have the guts. Got the glory. Right, Laura and Craig. With the distance, now I'm not gonna stop. Just a man and his will to survive. Beautiful. All your girls. It's the eye of the tiger. It's the cream of the fight. Rising up to the challenge of our rivals. Take it over, lads. And the last non survivor starts his prey in the night. Everybody. And he's watching us all in the eye. Yes. Of the tiger. 
got to be one of my favourites so far. Absolutely brilliant. All you got to do now is not mess it up. We've got a few choruses still to go, all right? Are you ready for this, lads? Go on. The Eye of the Tiger. You've held your own. You've held your own, you two. Give yourself a round of applause. Absolutely fantastic. Girls, we're coming to you. Don't let me down now. Come on. The Eye of the Tiger. Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Right, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to get Claire and Katie Mack involved in this. Go on, girls. The Eye of the Tiger. Rubbish. Absolutely rubbish. Why have you come along there and rest me? Wrecked it. Everybody, show them how it's done. Come on. The Eye of the Tiger. Fantastic. <laughs>